When you're sick, you call a doctor. When your pipes break, you call a plumber. And when you're ready to win, you keep it right here. For sports gaming strategies and information, experts, it's a thing. The home of the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. It's hour number two, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. We are at the Superbook at the Westgate. And come on down. We've got Kenny White Sports, Power Ratings Magazines, and a Mark Lawrence Playbook Magazine. Come by, say hi, and feel free to grab some of the magazines to get ready to rock and roll for a brand-new football season. And Stevie Slabshot's back in studio. Jake Cornegay is going to join us here in our next segment. It's a treat opening day in the NFL. How about this? Tampa Bay's up to a nine-point favorite for the game tonight. And it's, it's going to be great to see these guys running around in games that actually matter. And we're going to be here on Thursdays at the Superbook, uh, here to start in the month of September. We're really excited about that. Thanks to Jay Cornegay, Rosemary, Ray, Gordon, everybody at the Superbook for having us here. And we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun second hour of Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Stevie's back in the KSHP studios Game on, my friend. Game on. When they first put that number up, Brian, it seems to me it's around six and a half, right? If, if that goes to 10, you know, and you bet that early, you've got yourself a pretty nice middle. If you're so inclined, yeah. I mean, this is – would you not agree with this? And we'll ask Jay when he gets here. I mean, this has to be a fade on Dallas. I don't think this is a play on Tampa. Do you agree with that? I think it's a little of both. I mean, it's Tom Brady. You know, the public loves Tom Brady, and and they are the uh, super defending Super Bowl champions. So I'd say a little bit. You're probably you're probably right, though. More of a fade on Dallas. Again, we we have no idea what we're going to get from Dak Prescott tonight, right? I mean, we we just he he didn't play any preseason games, and he's got the two injuries, and we've got some nicks on the offensive line for the Cowboys. So I, I, I think the public just has no idea what they're going to get from that offense. And You know, listen, I know they've been installing game plans for a while, both teams, for this game. I wonder – I mean, I watched Hard Knocks the other night, and he's back throwing again, and he looks pretty good. But he's not faced live bullets. You don't know about accuracy. you got to see him take a hit. Uh, I want to see him with his mobility. It's one thing to be rolling to your right in a red shirt with no one coming after you and throwing the football. So you got to see about his accuracy. I wonder if it would impact the play calling for the Cowboys to the point that maybe they're more, maybe a touch more conservative to let Prescott ease his way back into action. Is that a possibility? Yeah. You know I think maybe that's another reason the public might be fading the Cowboys is McCarthy on the sidelines. He did not have a great year last year, Brian, after all all that reputation that he had built up in Green Bay. I mean, he didn't knock my socks off last year for Dallas. No, there's no getting around that. I I just think it's an intriguing game tonight, and it's going to be great to get started. But to me, the focus comes in on some of the cool things on Sunday. And honestly – you know, it's the nature of the beast, Stevie. You know, it's the NFL. Jacksonville-Houston's an intriguing football game. I mean, it's an NFL football game. You, you got Lawrence making his first start. Tyrod Taylor, I mean, listen, this guy can win you some football games, even though it's, you know, 
two of the teams you'd think are an afterthought. It's an NFL game that matters, and the handle's going to be significant. Oh, I want to see uh, how Urban Meyer is on an NFL sideline, too. We, we, we have seen so many of these college coaches really good in college and get to the pros and not so much. So I, I, I want to see how Urban Meyer, how, what he looks like in his first game on an NFL sideline. I think that's a fair point. I'm, I'm sure they'll do fine. And I think it helps, right, when you're talking week one, they've probably been installing this package for probably even a couple, a couple of weeks. Probably even a couple of weeks in camp, Stevie, they were installing that package. And then they get a bye week after they actually name the team. So I, I think from that end, teams will be prepared for this tonight. We, we, we will see. It's, it's going to be – I'm, I'm looking forward to – even the things that I, I don't think are going to go so well, I, I want to watch and, and see if I'm right, right? Maybe, maybe they actually do go well and, and, and my opinion's wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to what we're going to see, be it good or bad. Yeah, and college football, obviously, another big week. We're starting to get a real taste of what these teams are. And don't be – I guess the thing I would say, Stevie – some of these teams that came out and you're going, oh, man, like, and honestly, Washington losing to Montana, and you're sitting there saying, pull the plug. We talked about this. There would be teams that would react well coming off the long layoff and teams that wouldn't. And, you know, so a, a team that looks horrible in week one, by week four could be really putting things together to the point where you're really getting an, a, an edge in terms of the number that's posted. Because yeah. I think there's guessing on both sides of the counter. So, again, I've, I've espoused my love for, for Penix uh, with, with Indiana from last year. And then Iowa goes in and, and drubs them. So maybe my opinion of Iowa now, I, I, I want to watch this Kurt Ferentz team and, and see if maybe they are better than I thought they were. No, I agree. Iowa, Iowa State. I mean, Iowa State was life and death to get their W. Yep. You know, but the bottom line is they were probably keeping things vanilla and looking ahead to this one, where Iowa couldn't look ahead. They were playing a conference game. Right. No, I, 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 again, I just want to take a look at Iowa and see if they're not better than I thought they were. All right, glad to be with you. It is Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Series 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. Don't forget our friends at Terribles. Football season's here. The $1,000 Vegas Raiders game day giveaway. They did it in hockey. They're going to be doing it for the Raiders. Check out Terribles. Back to Vegas in a moment. Remember the good old days before you found us, got the winning edge, and started winning? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, we're back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio from the Superbook at the Westgate. Unbelievable. We got golf, baseball, tennis, horse racing. Everything's on, and no matter where you're sitting in this joint, you can see the event on the big screens. It's unbelievable, and it's a great time for us. Glad to be here on Thursdays through the month of September. 
leading into the football season, reminding you you can still sign up for the Super Contest and Football Central in the theater here at the Westgate. Every game's on. It is kind of sensory overload. It's unbelievable. The atmosphere is great. You're coming to Vegas. Stay and play here. You want to sign up for the mobile app. Gordon Prouty told you in hour number one. They got a sign-up bonus going on now with the mobile app, and the man himself is here, Jay Cornegay. Did I do you a favor? I mean, did I get you out of meetings at least that you could catch your breath? <laughs> well, yeah, you did. I, I, I got <laughs> yeah. out of my office chair anyway. <laughs> you know, it, and I, I got some complaints about my background now. So, so on those Zoom calls, right? They want to change my background. You've been in my office before. I've been, but I don't know about the Zoom. What do you right. got, Bronco stuff? No, no. What it is is I have all my paperwork and my billboard and all that stuff behind me but if i were to reverse it and turn the other way yeah you would be able to see the 14 tvs that are like right behind me and they said that's more vegas like that's more bookie like i'm like yeah but the problem is if you turn it around yeah and you've got the amazing race survivor and green acres on the tv <laughs> you you got a problem it's hogan's heroes okay <laughs> i know nothing uh, tv land uh. <laughs> well done it's exciting isn't it i mean it's like in a weird way this weekend it's kind of like super bowl weekend when you got the props and you're getting closer to the big game getting close to opening weekend and the game tonight it's like there's a palpable buzz. It's, it's it's there's a different feel in here. Oh, you can definitely feel it. Uh, that feels like, uh, you know, it's ramping up, and you can feel it, you know, the energy. You know, the whole atmosphere. You, you you can tell that something's going on, and as soon as you walk through the door, it, it's this vibrant area. And I'm telling you, the the guys are ready for football. And what we've seen so far during the preseason, and what we saw for the first week of college football, um, I'm. I'll go out on a limb and say, yeah, this could be a record season. Despite what we're going through on this planet, okay, people are really ramped up for this football season, and the early numbers say so. You've opened up in numerous jurisdictions now. You would be the guy to talk to. We've seen studies are saying 36% more people say they're they're going to bet games. But it's, it's not like people weren't betting a game here and there forever, however they were doing it. But now that it's this convenience aspect and places like you have in Colorado and Jersey are there for them and people start betting more, now they become educated bettors and they start learning about some of the angles and the different things that are in play. Stuff like we've all talked around about around here for a lot of years, but it, it's unbelievable how mainstream it has finally become. It's taken too long, but it's here. <laughs> Well, we used to be the bad guys not too long ago. I know. Taking bets on these teams. How could you guys do this? How could you take bets on our kids? Hey. Our kids. Guys, we'll sign a you know a $300 million deal to sponsor our stadium. Okay. It's all good now. Uh, we we got a joke about that, especially the guys in the business. We've been around for a long time. But, hey, better late than never. Uh, we always thought a regulated environment was the best thing. Uh, and if anybody was uh, concerned about integrity, you know, uh, well, Vegas we, was always the watchdog. Well, we always said that, you know, and a lot of people was like, well, how's that? You know, well, listen, we who wants a fair game more than you? Right. Nobody. OK. Um, I mean, the leagues we told we told and Kenny White and, and uh, myself when we went to um, where was that? Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is 
like, oh man, this is 12 years ago. Was it a combine thing ago. or is this college? No, it was. It was all the leagues were represented there. Yeah. Okay, so you know all the major leagues, the NCAA, the FBI was there, yeah. and we talked to them about how we were on the same side as they were. That we wanted true and fair games. All right, we we want to make sure that we're accepting bets on you know true games. That if there was a fixed game, we you know who's going to get hurt, the league and the bookmaker. So we were on the same page. And you know what? I still talk to those people today. You know, they still inquire about how we, you know, monitoring it. You know, if there's anything that's changed. I got, I have the NFL coming in on Sunday. You know, we're, we're going to, we have a group. And that's exactly what they're looking at. They want to know and they want to see how we operate here. They want to see how we operate the back room. It's a great relationship now. But in the early days, it was a little rocky until I think they understood they that got we were it. on the same side and in fact like you mentioned kenny when we were over at lvsc i actually did the ncaa reports where you would look at the box score and you sit there and say oh they turned it over four times in the red zone or you know they were undisciplined had a lot of penalties and you, you would look for an anomaly in terms of what a result was and go that looks odd and then you'd go look at it and go oh well here's what happened why it happened how it happened I mean, at the end of the day, you really never found anything, but you were doing the deep dive why something could happen, and they were coming to us for that. Sure. I mean, if, if they were smart, they would understand that, and, and, you know, I shouldn't say if they were smart. It, back, if they were, uh, I guess, educated, yeah. you know, in the space, then they'd realize that, you know, a regulated book has and knows and has the reporting has the knowledge and has that information of who's betting these things you know you can't go to a illegal channel and ask them if they've seen any unusual movement or who bet this but a regulated uh, environment does have that information well i mean and we don't talk about this a lot i mean we know i i know a lot of times what it is you have to go to but a, a guy like you and other sports book directors around town, you're dealing with gaming control here where they're, like, keeping a watchful eye on to make sure everybody here is doing it the right way. And there are layers of, you know, making sure things are flowing right. That was one of the biggest points that we made back then, and we still do today, that it, it, there's no better and safer place for not only, you know, the operator, but, but the better as well is to place a wager in a regulated, controlled environment. And and we're seeing that now across the country. And uh, I think that uh, a lot of them are, have jumped on that wagon after years. Mm -hmm. Okay, after years of scrutinizing, you know, the process. Uh, now that they're educated and know what we do and what we look for and what we record and what we don't, um, I think they're a little bit more at ease than they have been in years past. How about... You personally, a lot of years doing this, do you, you get a bounce in your step at the beginning of football? A little bit. I have no choice. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got to pick up my game just like everybody else. And, you know, we kind of kid uh, with some of the newbies that uh, join our team. And, and uh, you know, they're a little wide-eyed and, and they're a little frazzled, you know, seeing <laughs> this type of, you know, business and the business levels as they are. And then we go, hey, don't worry about it. It's like this for 18 weeks. Yeah, that's you'll be, all. You'll be just fine. <laughs> I, I got to bring this up, but I watched a movie last night. Okay. This ought to be good. Okay. Laying the favorite. 
Have, uh, have you seen this movie? No, who's in it? It's about betting. Yo, obviously, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Who's okay. in it? Anybody get, we know? Bruce Willis. Okay. It was made in 2012. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Jones, that's married to Michael... Because uh, What's her name? Um, Catherine Zeta. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Um, yes, well done, Stevie. It. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we got she, 30 seconds. But, but anyway, it's it's hilarious. Just is it some good? Of, some of the, no, oh. it's horrible. Oh, okay. It's just terrible. <laughs> you know, I mean, how they portray the business is just hilarious. They, you know, they don't talk about it. Like, the bookmakers here don't refer to the, the you know, the Madness Tournament as the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. By the way, since we're doing movie reviews, the greatest movie of all time is Let It Ride with Richard Drivers at the horse track. He and Looney. Hey, you could be walking around lucky and not even know it. We're coming back to Vegas in a moment from the Superbook. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Football Central every Sunday in the theater. A sign-up bonus for the app, which is unbelievable. The offerings. Oh, by the way, I mean, the app is great of its own accord. Trust me when I tell you the Ryder Cup's coming. Jeff Sherman will hook you up in a big way in terms of the things you can play for the Ryder Cup. That's going to be great. If you want to come by and say hi, we've got Kenny White, Power Ratings Magazines, Mark Lawrence, Playbook Football Magazines. Come on by, say hi. Just come up, and we'll hook you up with some great football information. Jake Cornegay is here with us. The contest, rocking and rolling good? Yeah, just uh, surpassed 1,700, so that's good. We're hoping to get to 2,000. It's going to be very, very close, but uh, entries are, are flying in. Uh, as you can see, the line over there, not too bad, though, actually, uh, that, and that's good. I think the process the final is push pretty, is always pretty. You get, a, you get a nice line. It's like a real steady stream that moves, but, I mean, it's a constant flow. Friday, Saturday, right? It, actually, this whole last week, you know, we'll we'll have uh, uh, you know everybody waits till the last week and and to see, uh, you know, I, I guess I mean I get it, I, I understand <laughs> it, but um, we'll we'll have a little bit of a, a spike on Friday night um, a, after everybody gets off work and certainly uh, Saturday morning. But the final deadline, final deadline, yeah, make sure is about this. Saturday at three p.m. Saturday three p.m. Don't get in line at. 255 or 245 i'm sure i'm sure some of them are procrastinators but a big part of that could be i mean a boatload of people are coming in for week one of the nfl coming into vegas for the weekend and they plan their trip for week one and sign up here so a lot of that's a planned deal but it's last minute sure sure you know I, I guess I'll give the locals a. <laughs> <laughs> if they're all locals, yeah, you got a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, well, we always tell them you know uh, sign up uh, for the app as well. So it's it's all good. Um, you know the app is uh, just uh, tremendous and it continues to grow and we uh, certainly recommend those that are coming in to uh, Las Vegas and whatever book you're at to sign up for a mobile app. You don't do not 
have to be a Nevada resident to sign up for one. You can sign up. Uh, obviously, you can only make bets while you're in the state mm-hmm. of Nevada, but uh, depositing and withdrawing can happen anywhere. Okay, so play on teams, uh, so teams that are generating a lot of interest at the windows. Uh, you had some teams that kind of caught your attention. The players are coming at you in waves. Look at that Motley crew. There's Ken Thompson and Andy Isco, who were with us in hour number one. Andy's boomeranging it back in. But you got some teams that are coming after you? Oh, yeah. You know, this This is week two in, in college football. You know, yeah. why, we, we had week zero. We had week one, week two. But this is overreaction, you know, week, right? And so anybody that played the Big Sky Conference last week, no one likes this week, right? So I, I get it. You know, I, that's why everybody's on Michigan. They're all playing Michigan against Washington. Washington lost at home against Montana. So, you know, you know that second guy that uh, we see on the golf course, you know, that oh, might yeah. be a little really red-eyed, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, in week two. But, uh, you know, I think Arkansas struggled against uh, Rice uh, last week. I think they ended up covering late. Uh, but uh, Texas, you know, I think that a lot of people are on Texas as well. And then Iowa. I, I think to, uh, destroyed somebody. Iowa State had a, a rough time with Northern Iowa. So we got Michigan. You got Iowa. Uh, you got uh, a lot of bets on Texas. And you can really just attribute all that uh, uh, action on do those you, teams based off their first week performance. Do you happen to know? I mean, I'm seeing that the suggested opener was one for Michigan. That number, we're seeing six and a half and even sevens now. Mm-hmm. But... You know, Washington loses to Montana. You would have thought that number could have been, like, really a really big number. But it's like anything. Washington's looking ahead to playing these guys. Wow, we can beat these guys. And they're keeping it real vanilla. And all of a sudden, they found themselves in a tussle and kind of vomited. But at the same time, there's no real knee-jerk overreaction from your side of the counter. I mean, you got to go with what you believe in. No, no, we, that's one thing about being a bookmaker. You don't want a knee-jerk reaction and over-adjustment. Now, that doesn't mean that Michigan's not going to cover. Right. It's just that we know that's just one game. We've known in, from the past that you can't overreact to the, the first game or, or, you know, last week's game, for that matter. So we make small adjustments when we go from there, but the – the public normally overreacts to week one results, and that's exactly what we're seeing right now. Saturdays in college football are unbelievable, right? I mean, nine in the morning, it gets good. It's like breakfast football for us. Being on the West Coast is awesome. It's morning, noon, and night, nonstop roller coaster ride. Right. You lived on the East Coast for how long? Well, I moved here in 2005, so you want to do, you want the, so 48 years. So, wow. Okay. So you're, I mean, we have some friends that are in the East Coast now that moved from the West Coast, and they do not like the sports schedule because they're West Coast fans, and they can never stay up. I mean, some of those games start in Eastern Standard Time, seven or so, ten p.m., ten thirty p.m., and they never are able to finish the game. So, do you like the West Coast team or West Coast time zone better what? than the East? The one thing I would say, it was a really odd dynamic. It took a good year, year and a half to get accustomed to it. And now it's awesome. You wake up. Because when it's over, 
after a long weekend, if you want to kick your feet up and watch a show or something, you can kind of you know, shut down a little bit and do something different. But you're right, like the U the U.S. Open matches, these things are going to one, two, three in the morning. And, oh yeah. I mean, I used to love Kapalua. It's it's still one of my favorite tournaments. I think for this reason, I just got a big kick out of them playing, and when I was back east, and it was primetime golf. I loved watching the golf in the prime. It was like a, an anomaly thing, but. The, the one thing that's goofy for us, where we get the reverse curse on that, is maybe the, the British Open. <laughs> where, you know, we got to be doing the, you know, two in the morning thing instead of five in the morning. Yeah, there's there's a couple of exceptions there, but for the majority of the sporting schedule. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. It's like, I, I you know, how, how could you watch football at 10 a.m. in the morning? I go, there's a thing called a Bloody Mary for <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. You know, ten. I, I would prefer to see you know a game at 10 a.m. than trying to watch a game that starts at 9 p.m. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Tell the folks from afar who, who've never been or they're coming and would consider. We talked talked about a lot of the amenities and the cool things that are coming up. But Football Central, you do every Sunday. If you're coming in from out of town and you want to kind of experience one of the really cool things going on in Vegas. It's that theater on Sundays. Sure, absolutely. And we've been running this football central uh, party, a Sunday party, uh, for about uh, 12 years now. And uh, coming to Vegas, I mean, any sports fan, any football fan can tell you one of the most challenging things that you, you have to overcome is trying to find a seat, especially if you have a couple of you or a group of you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the Superbook is no different. Uh, we do have some reserve seating that uh, has a food and beverage minimum, and uh, you know we have you know VIP booths and and pods that uh, you know those type of players enjoy. But if you're coming out here and you're more of a recreational player, go come over here to the Westgate, and we open up the International Theater. It has 1,500 seats. It's free admission. We have food and drink specials. We have 11 screens in there that show all the games. In fact. Um, the, we have new screens in there this year, so that's, that's exciting. I'm, I'm really excited to see that. Yep. And we have a little betting station down there as well, even though I recommend everybody getting the app. All right, so you can basically you never wager leave your from, seat. Yeah, you never have to leave your, your seat. And, again, you don't have to be a Nevada resident. But, you know, finding a seat in Las Vegas in any sports book is very challenging on Sundays. But come over here. We have 1,500 seats in the uh, International Theater. Like I said, it's free admission. It's smoke-free. All right, and uh, you have all the games in there, and uh, it's a great option, a great experience. So, we we highly recommend it. I'll never forget. You know, I had friends come in, brought them down for you know, watch and experience down here. It was a it was when Seattle made their run in the playoffs, and we were in there. I think it was a championship game, and we we bet the first punt over forty and a half. We missed the whole second quarter trying to find out how long because it was right. It was 41 yards, and we're like, "Is it under? Is it over?" I mean, but people go nuts about the littlest things, and it's it's just so much fun, and it's like there's camaraderie, and you know, it's a big old boys club in there, and the oh, yeah. ladies are welcome. Yeah, when we have March Madness in there, it's just crazy, and especially when, you know, it gets down to crunch time. You have four games going on. And you got a couple of them going right down to the wire. It's right on the number. It never fails. Uh, but being in that type of atmosphere is just so electric. It's so much fun. And uh, it, it's the same thing for week one of the NFL. And we will have...
Football Central in the theater uh, for the entire season. So come and join us here at the Westgate. How about props, regular season wins, futures? Is there a big final push on the regular season wins, or people have already made that made that wager, the numbers settled in, or is there a, a last gasp push at it? No, we see a, a spike here in the last couple of days, but uh, some of the bigger money has already come in. But uh, you know, we still got a lot of tickets that come in. Like I said, people plan around week one of the NFL. They make all their uh, contest entries. They make all their future bets during this weekend. Jay Cornegay is our gracious host. You got a scoot? You got a meeting? We thank you so much. We'll be here on Thursdays. Wish you the very best of luck opening weekend. Thanks, Brian. Great to have Jay Cornegay on. Don't forget the Super Contest. Come on down. Uh, another segment, Andy Isco coming back in. We've got Playbook Magazines, Kenny White Sports Magazines. Come on by. We'll hook you up. And don't forget, sign up for the Super Contest in Football Central Sundays here at the Westgate. Coming back to Vegas in a moment. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. attention that some of you are guilty of superstition dude trust us winning after an xl pepperoni pie before every game is just a coincidence take a breath and maybe a diabetes test we're your home for the winning edge this is the sports grid radio network all right back with your vegas sportsbook radio down at the Superbook. Thanks to Jay Cornegay for checking in. Hey, he's boomeranged back. Ken Thompson, our good friend from SportsX Radio, was down here. And Andy's signing up some people for the Super Contest. Ken kind of popped in, and we're glad to have him. Stevie Slapshot's back in the studio. Uh, good to have you here. It's awesome, man. I mean, this line will continue right up until Saturday. And, you know, talking, you get that final push because a lot of people – plan on hey i'm going in for week one of the nfl and sign up for the contest so they'll get the monster monster push he said they're about 1700 looking for 2000 entries at a thousand a pop look i got enough trouble finishing in the top 100 we don't need any more entries you guys you're, we're good you're good go home it's done it's over yeah. no great stuff you know though, what Brian. they did with, by the way what they did which i think is brilliant is there are contests inside the season so if if someone were to get off to a, an inordinately bad start, you get discouraged, deflated, feel like you're out of it. All of a sudden, you get on a tootsie roll in the middle of the season. You can win the shortened contest for 100000 So you're never out of it, which I think was a really smart move. You know what I love, too, though, Brian? I love it. Like my buddy, the Shredder, right? It was always the Shredder and the Grinch when we were in Cali <laughs> together, right? That's our entry, Shredder and the Grinch. You're able to get together with one of your buddies and pick five games a week. I'm doing it with my nephew as well, Steph. Uh, so I, I just love that. That kind of brings you together. You're able to talk it through, get the plays in, rely on Isco, the proxy, to take care of business, and uh, hopefully the games fall your way. How, When you have a partner, the, that dynamic, when, okay, we love these four, and then you get the one you're on the fence. It's like, and 
How tough is that? And, and I mean this sincerely, not just on a weekly basis, but boy, if you're knee deep in this thing, you're contending to cash or maybe even higher up the ladder. That's a tough one with a partner. I mean, ultimately, you but you got to have someone you trust, love, whatever. But to ultimately decide on a game, that can be stressful. Yeah, you know what? Not as much. As you and I get older, we gain that wisdom because you know how many times we stood our ground on certain plays and then the play is lost. And you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have been as hard stand as I, as I was. But you know what? I, I really look at it as, you know what? If you end up being in the top 200 with a few weeks to go, oh. you got a chance. You know what I mean? I you mean, that's run. what you're you looking You want to get a run for your money. Yep. Exactly. Don't and then and then like I told the shredder, I go worst case scenario, we start focusing in on last place. You know, the last few weeks. You've been here a lot of years. When did you get here? Uh, two thousand, March oh, of two thousand. Okay, I got here two thousand five. This is so cool to see what should have happened. And mention this to Jay a long time ago, but how mainstream this has become, and it's amazing. It was money that dictated it. But now everybody realizes, yes, it, it's entertainment. I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to be wise and smart about how you approach things. But the thing the whole country started to jump into the deep end of the pool and have fun with, this is the reason we moved here. And we've, been, we've had the luxury and the love of doing this for a lot of years, and it took, a, for whatever damn reason, it was money. You know, somebody wanted to get a piece of the pie, and there was hypocrisy. But it's everywhere now. And it should be, and it's mainstream. Yeah, I and mean, when you look at the way the country was just in such disarray financially and what came to be sports gaming, cannabis. I mean, those two things, that's mm-hmm. how economies are going to come back in these states because they start looking into things and say, you know what, it's not as detrimental as you think it is, and there are things set up for people that do have problems gambling, Brian. Well, and, you know, I mean, honestly, I mean, the thing, it's revisionist history. We're starting a football season. We'll get into that. But the hypocrisy of this would be, when, oh, my God, you know, it's like this taboo thing. Betting on a game where someone's making an educated decision on something, that's bad. Yet people would have no problem with a guy or someone getting their paycheck, going to a liquor store, and sitting there and burning it away playing state-run Keno. Yep. At least with sports, you've got a say in the matter. You're making a decision. It's not a random thing. Well, I remember my dad because my dad was poo-pooed against gambling. And I said, Dad, look, I made $4,000 last football season. I said, you invested with, uh, you know, Uncle Jack's son. You invested 15000 yeah. in the stocks, and he lost it for you in two months. So, you know, what, what was better, Dad? Is your investment? Because <laughs> that's a form of gambling, right? So I know you. I, you're a college guy at heart. I love college. I know guys. you like college hoops. Forget it. You're yeah. an up bar. How about college football? My favorite sport. If you gave me one sport, it's college football, and then it's a uh, t- tied for second is college basketball in the NFL. There's a purity aspect to the joy. This is the one thing I'm older than you. I mean, when I when we were kids, and athletes would sign autographs, and a guy could take his kid to the game, and you get a hot dog, and you know, whatever. I mean, now now you want to take a dad wants to take his kid to a hockey game. It's a three hundred dollar night. You know, and it's it's all corporate. It's still sports. I love. I like. That's why I like the Olympics, uh, stuff like that. There's that joy of sport itself. I mean, I'm, hey, we're trying to make money on this, and don't get me wrong. I'm not not being Pollyanna. But. Right. What I like about the hockey, though, more so, is you're not going to have unless he's got a 
bum wrist or whatnot. You're not going to have Sid Crosby or any of the Eichel or any of these guys take the night off mm-hmm. as opposed to the NBA. You take your family to the NBA, and all of a sudden, you know, four of the starters are sitting out. You're not even getting to see them. The one thing I'm curious, I think we're going to see it. Not like last year where there's outbreaks on teams, but I think there's going to be a lot of individual guys, you know, and we'll, hopefully we don't get to that Denver game with no quarterbacks. I don't think you have teams moving dates, moving games, outbreaks, but there will be individual guys, even vaccinated guys. We're seeing the breakthrough cases. And then, you know, if it comes down that it's a quarterback and he's got to sit out five days, I think we're going to see that somewhere along the way. Boy, I'll tell you what, and for season win totals, things like that, that's when you start going, oh, no. Now you start figuring out, you know, time. You know, okay, this guy vaccinated, this guy not vaccinated. How long am I waiting here? What do I have to worry about? That? That's a, Those are intangibles that we do not think about. That's on a, a great year. point, Ken. Let me ask you. Sharp money. When you're hanging regular season win totals, or for the most part, you know, yeah, you can play an over. I mean, you're convinced people that's a bad number a team can go over. For the most part, sharp money's playing the under because injuries and mostly only bad things can happen then you throw something like this in. Right. You know, I mean, regular season wins, hey, I mean, they could have a guy or two key guys cost them a game or two. That's it. And we don't know all the guys. Not everybody's been forthcoming as far as vaccination or not. So we know the guys like Cole Beasley and Lamar Jackson and Kirk Cousins that have not been vaccinated. And to each their own. Look, everybody rely on your medical personnel and make your educated decision because right at the end of the day we all want to live right everybody wants to live so there's different people getting different information from different people and it depends on their body and who they are to make that decision so you know i understand where you know society comes out and pressures but at the end of the day everybody's got to take their life into consideration make their decision for who they are well unfortunately i mean the world we're living in now it's just like divided camps and discussions are not part of the equation well it seems that that way at times but you know i mean uh it is what it is it's a it's a very delicate situation right now and you know it just uh you know there's just different opinions from a lot of different medical experts and that's what has us all confused i think and well that's the word i think a lot of a lot of people are i think throughout the course of this entire nightmare there's been a lot of confusion what we're hoping we're not confused about, though, is getting a read on these teams after we see them play. Are there any Trident? Well, let me ask you, let's do it this way. Are there, are there a team or two in college football you've had a big belief in? You think, yep, it was kind of confirmed only through one game. Or are there a couple teams that people think are going to be studs you think are phony? What, what were some of your stronger opinions coming into the season yeah i'll tell you i i liked ucla as far as a sleeper in the pac-12 south and i'm really mad at myself because i ended up betting on lsu so sometimes hindsight 2020 you look and you get a two and a half point spread with an sec team you understand they're down to one quarterback but it was really the quarterback that most sharp people thought should be QBing for uh, lsu to begin with and then you see ucla excel and come back and play the game that you thought they could play. They called off the dogs against Hawaii in the late third quarter. So, you know, they didn't show all their cards. And I give Chip Kelly a lot of credit there. And I think UCLA is legit. I don't think they're just a flash in the pan. I think Lake and those guys on the defense give them a a solid squad. And I think Chip Kelly may surprise. And it will not shock me if UCLA wins the entire Pac-12. I best basically everybody this question during the week. Let me get your take on this. The Clemson-Georgia game. 
in your in a million years. Clemson scoring three, and Georgia wins the game, and they scored a touchdown on a pick six. Yeah, great defenses. Interesting game, but I'm wondering, those two monsters. Are you downgrading both of them because their offenses were so pedestrian in that one game? Or, or do we say it's a one-off and an anomaly? Or do we really watch Georgia and Clemson really closely now? I mean, are those offenses just really ordinary out of nowhere? No, I agree with you. And uh, to see DJ Uyangale, and I watched him play his well high school done, ball. Well done, by the way. Saw him uh, play his high school ball at St. John Bosco over in Bellflower because Brian Panish, my uh, main guy, uh, that's his school, and he built that stadium right there on the campus. And I got to see DJ play high school ball as a junior and senior. And so I thought he was going to, you know, take care of business. I really thought they'd be able to move the ball. I thought JT Daniels as well would be able to move George up and down the field. Both defenses, yes, let's give him some credit, but I think both offenses, you know, in trouble. And I'll tell you what, Clemson better clean up the offensive line because we know Georgia's D is good. But to get seven sacks on DJ, I mean, that's that's mind-boggling to me. Clemson not used to seeing that type of pressure. That game was just so odd. You kept you just kept waiting for, for something somebody to, happen, to do yeah. it. Well, Clemson, no, I mean, you can poke holes at the kid. Nobody was open. Nope. Yeah, there was nothing there. I, that that's a bizarre one. If you get that Georgia defense the rest of the year, you can pencil them in for the championship game. Now, will it be against Alabama? Most people say right away. Uh, Damn, you want to you want to give them? You want to uh, tell them? Uh, I'm just here's the thing. If Haynes King develops, this, this might be a drum roll, Stevie. Well, Haynes King, if he develops there uh, in the next few weeks there for Texas A&M, that includes in Boulder this week. He's got to mature. Had three interceptions. They had five turnovers, but they had 600 yards of offense in that first game. You know, not much of a test for A&M, but they do have the 12th man. And when the 12th man is packed and Jimbo Fisher already said, we're going to beat Alabama. Look, that's a big thing to say. And you don't want to give Bama any bulletin board material, but they don't need it. They've got Saban. They know they're the best. This is an opportunity for Jimbo Fisher to elevate Texas A&M into being a perennial top five team recruiting wise and whatnot especially with texas and oklahoma in 2025 going into the big uh to the sec from the big 12 a&m wants to have a, a leg up especially on texas oh and fisher's built it in it's you know, crescendo at just the right time the other the other intangible thing i mean not with chanel will and the kid he could come out and go oh my god how special he is as great as herbert looked last year all right here's a kid he's going on the road for the first time, facing a hostile, adverse atmosphere on the road. These guys did not have to face that last year. And on top of it, he's facing a Washington defense. A lot of these guys, they're down conversions last year. No fans can. How these teams fare on the road now dealing with normalcy? Chase Two Young years Chase, removed. Chase Young and company, they're going to be on him. They better be uh, alert because you got plenty of film on Herbert now. And uh, we'll see you on the Chargers. And they're going to miss Gus Bradley, I promise you that. Yeah, oh, no, hey, I mean, he's he's making some noise with the Cowboys. All right, listen, it's Vegas Sportsbook Radio. We're coming right back. We're at the Superbook. We're racing to the top of the hour. Scott Farrell on the network. We'll have Vegas Hockey Hotline locally. We are thrilled to be with you from the Superbook at the Westgate, Series 204 of the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
ready to rock and roll. We're going to get that football game tonight and a first full weekend of the NFL on Sunday. Looking forward to it. Cowboys and Bucks tonight. Let's see what Prescott's all about. Let's see how it all shakes out. We're seeing nine, nine and a half on the Bucks, and the total is 51 and a half, 52. And let's kick this season off. Brian Blessing down at the Superbook. Stevie is back in the KSHP studios. We'll have Vegas Hockey Hotline for you. Locally, KSHP.com. Scott Farrell's coming up next on the network. Stevie, it's a great day, man. Let's get this NFL season going, buddy. News from uh, Ravens camp. Brian, Ian Rappaport reporting that uh, Marcus Peters, a cornerback, and Gus Edwards sustained what the Ravens fear may be significant knee injuries, and they've cut short uh, practice. Oh, no. Yeah. Edwards? Yes. Could, they, they are afraid that Edwards could be a season ender already. Wow. Yes. I, you know what I had heard? I mean, like, Houston has – like three running backs, you got Ingram, David Johnson. They may have to make a trade. They're gonna. I mean, but they. I know they got Le'Veon Bell, but Le'Veon Bell can't lug the mail. Uh, that's it, awful. It is. Oh awful. wow, that's devastating. All right, always, always the news and notes. Stevie, the injury guy. No, you should, no, you I, should be. You got Stevie Slapshot. Stevie. Stevie bearer of bad news. All of a sudden. <laughs> really? What what a black cloud you are for Ravens fans out there. Got anything else you want to share? No, I think I'll leave it at that. <laughs> nice. Hey, thanks to Jay Cornegay and the gang here. Sign up for the Super Contest. And you can go up until Saturday at 3, and it's a great contest. It's going to be awesome. And don't forget, Football Central every Sunday in the theater. We thank, and a sign-up bonus for their app as well. Thanks to Jay Cornegay, Rosemary Ray, the gang here at the Superbook. Thanks to Gordon Prouty, Andy Isco, Ken Thompson. It's great to hear from him. We love coming down here. I'll be here for Vegas Hockey Island locally. If you're in town, come by. I've got Playbook and Kenny White magazines uh, for the football season. Stevie, stick around. Hockey Talk is coming your way next. Our buddy Steve Carp will be with us. Enjoy the football, folks. Have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us. Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. Sports info is everywhere. We cut through all the clutter and bring you actionable insights.